0: okay 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 hi this is nick i'm nick this is nick flanagan weekly i the last name i have is the same as the name in the title i'm titular what can i say uh i am so glad to be here talking to you again it's uh i wonder what you look like maybe i know if if we're familiar but if if i don't Send selfies to weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. Isn't that the weirdest thing to do, to start a podcast by saying, send a selfie. If you're listening, send a selfie. But I want you to know that if you're the kind of person who takes selfies, no prob. That's the age we live in and it's fine. You know what? Is it vanity if everyone is doing it? You know the email address, write me with that answer. Um, Shout out to Adam who recommended a couple documentaries to me. There's one on the London metal band Kitty and another on a a comedian. And uh, I've watched some of the one on the comedian and Adam, that's a weird documentary. As for the documentary on Kitty, I think I have a bit of an aversion to, to watching it because, well, that type of music is not like something I've understood in the past. And that kind of goes to a funny story, sort of a funny story. It's hard to have a funny story with Kitty when you know that the bassist uh, passed on a few years ago or last year. I mean, do we really know? Uh, but back in the day, my snotty little band... Kitty was one of the bands that we kind of teased. And it's it's pure insecurity. I was in a band that like teased other bands. This is, I'm talking 24 years ago or something. And, uh, you know, Kitty was a band that we saw and we were like, what is this? This is ridiculous. And then it turns out not only is it not ridiculous, it's also more appealing broadly than what we were doing. And also, they're real people. So don't be mean. But you know, this is the teenage, early 20s mindset. I can make fun of you, of anyone who also is in the prime of their life. We're all in our primes. Let's tease each other. Well, you know what? It doesn't work that way. So be nice. I mean, I'm nice exactly i have a lot of things that bother me but don't tease people for their style of what they do i keep thinking about this because i used to do like album reviews and stuff and so much of it was based on me not understanding the music and being handed music by editors who also didn't understand or like the music so it was like a setup and sometimes i'd have to interview bands that was kind of useful they'd they'd have me interviewing bands that I didn't really understand what they were doing musically. And I'd talk to them and I'd kind of get it or at least get that it came from an organic scene. Just kind of an interesting fact. Trying to say the stuff we like has intent behind it. The stuff we don't like often is done with intent and justification. I'm talking creatively here. And there's a lot of stuff that you might think is creative that isn't. And that stuff doesn't count and it's bad. It's bad. Very vague statement. Um, morale is back up here in the house today. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What are you going to do? Things are mental over in this spot uh, in the city. The dogs are barking. This guy, this dog over here, he's a barker, he's a whiner, he's a midnight diner. But uh, I try to be happy that he's got so much pep. Um, he's got His morale is up except when he's faking out that he's super sad, so you'll hand him a fucking pork loin. But, yeah, I don't know. Things are, are weird with cases. Too many, vaccines, too little. But I really think, I really hope that the month of April is the main problem in Ontario. And uh, by the end of it, you know, there will be a lot simpler of a situation. And I really hope <laughs> that... There aren't too many people completely against this vaccination thing in the world because what, what are we supposed to do? My mom's been getting the flu shot for years. She's okay. You know, if we have to get a shot every year for the next while to stop ourselves from getting what sounds like it it can be a pretty brutal um, illness if, if it, it, you know, it has the pot- potential for that, why not, you know? Vaccines have existed for a long time and lifespan has concurrently kind of shot up from it. So, I don't know. What are the side effects from riding the bus? There are some, I'm sure. I'm podcasting! And we ride the bus. (laughs) Those of us unlucky enough to ride the bus. Although someone told me a story about riding the bus in Poland and how pleasant it was. So, So, don't you know, value the bus. I took it today. I happen to live near a uh, bus route where nobody's on the bus when I take it, and it's quite, quite a lucky thing. I had to go to the pharmacy. Always annoying to go to the pharmacy. You try to get your drugs for a decent price. Sometimes your insurance ain't right. Sometimes they don't have the drugs. Ugh. Plus, there's so many snacks there. And I've been listening. Like, who gave the idea that at a place for health, there should just be endless arrays of chocolate? And until a few years ago, cigarettes on sale in the US. But <laughs> I, uh, I was listening. I got the audiobook of, of this ADHD 2.0 book uh, by doctors Ned Hallowell and John Ratey and uh, it's really good. I recommend all their books they've done. I've talked about them a lot on here, and this one is um, also good. They talk so much about environment and about diet, and I'm starting to realize that, you know, part of the issue, maybe mood-wise for me in the last year, is that because of the stressors, I gave myself permission to kind of, like, go buck wild a lot, so... A lot of kind of negative techniques to, you know, blow off steam, get some relief, have um, not like, I just don't think they have good long-term effects. Like even right now, I'm operating on sugar. The sugar is helping me, but I know in about a half hour, 40 minutes, I'll be super tired. And this is just a cycle I've gotten in. So so one of the things I wanna do is just make sure I, I lower my sugar intake. And the other thing is the screen thing. And I have a habit of bringing my phone into the bedroom. Like, let me know if this is TMI. It's kind of a boudoir tale, but just kidding. It's There's nothing dirty going on. But you know, I'll watch like video game YouTubers and stuff and I'll, and I'm just like, why am I doing this? I actually have like a Sega Genesis in that room and a small television and it's really far away from my face and I have a device I can set an alarm on there. So like put the phone in a different room, you know? So so that's gonna be something I, I really try to do. And I know what you're saying, you're gonna put the phone away but you're gonna play like video games? Yeah not that late, but it's not the same kind of screen too. It's like not right by me. There's not a lot of options to watch stuff. You know, I can chill out after, after playing video games, maybe read. So, you know, you know, these old CRT TVs, this is like a VHS TV from probably mid nineties. And I love it so much. My friend Davida gave it to me. I think she gave it to me. I hope I didn't steal it from her. Um, Davita, if you're listening, write weeklypodcast.gmail.com and let me know if I stole your TV. And uh, there's that. And then there's something called uh, picking um, the right difficult. And that's really interesting because in ADHD, there's a tendency to give yourself a lot of missions, a lot of projects, a lot of things to do, but not all of them need to be done. Not all of them are actually good to be done. Not all of them are that useful or make us feel that good. So it's really important, I guess, to just kind of whittle it down and figure out what works, categorize it. This is something I I also hope to try to do. I mean, this this is totally the do as I you know, suggest, not as I do, because half of these things are just such a challenge for me. So if they're a challenge for you, I get that. Or maybe they're not. Maybe it's something you you can do. It's really interesting. There's so many people with ADHD who uh, really thrive. And I'm both jealous and inspired by them. Jealous of and inspired. That will be my tombstone. Not that I'm going to ever die, but maybe. At some point. (laughs) DMX did. I made uh, the podcast yesterday before, or I guess a couple days ago before the news had broken, and then the next day I saw he did die, and uh, it's sad. And when you watch a video with him, if you have any friends who are have addictive personalities or lots of trauma in their life, like or people you you know, like you will recognize this personality type, and it's 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 hard seeing somebody kind of. You know, try to get out of that and just have a hard time with it. It's uh, difficult. And it's also interesting because, again, I was talking about thriving. It's like, in some regards, you can thrive through lots of pain. And expressing that pain creatively might actually be better for the listener for fans, it may be more healing for them than for the actual person making the stuff. I don't know, but it's kind of interesting, right? Like there's something slightly sacrificial about like an energetic live performer. (laughs) Like you're kind of cutting open your soul and spreading the mana over uh, Spotify. and um when you see people who but but at the same time maybe it would be an even harder life it probably would if you, if you weren't expressing yourself that way all i know is that it is very hard to manage ourselves sometimes so be be safe be kind to yourself be kind to others if you can remember to be uh generally our intentions are good as people so If you screw up, don't get defensive. Just say, look, I didn't mean to knock over your newspaper stand. And I promise to reorganize it with you, if you'll allow me. Or hire a friend to fix the stand for you. And then you'll become friends with the newspaper stand owner. And maybe in the end, you'll get free copies of Paris Match, a magazine about life in Paris. And as I said the other day about DMX, it was sometimes hard hearing the things that he was accused of, not accused of, charged with and did time with, particularly animal cruelty and um, then the homophobia in his lyrics. But I just think with someone like that, someone who went through that the environment they grew up in and he really did have a hellish time growing up I just think there's a lot more to that story and you don't have to forgive them for it you don't have to excuse it but (laughs) judgment is something we need to be a bit careful of especially when someone's faculties are slightly compromised you know anyone on speed or cocaine or crack uh, has a higher capacity for making mistakes I'll say and if, if they're trying to better themselves then maybe they're trying to make up for those mistakes I don't know But, you know, I'm conflicted about so many different things that I like or hate or whatever. I mean, I so if you are furious about this stuff, if you have no love or forgiveness in your heart or care for some celebrity or a person in your life, like, that's fine, too. I can't control that. I'm just saying... That's why I still listen to his music personally. And when I say I still, you know, I do. uh, But when I hear the stuff that bothers me, I'm not like, that's the cool part. If you have an opinion about this, I'd love to know. Because it's all very tricky, you know, people listening to Phil Phil Spector music or watching episodes of Beretta, Robert Blake. I mean, I watched, or watching, the, you know... Werner Herzog Klaus Kinski movies when it sounds like he was a complete horrific human being. I mean, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm not sure what any of this looks like in a hundred years. You know, what world, I mean, I do from things you hear about from a hundred years ago. And that, you know, the detachment we often feel from that is funny to think of when we think of how engaged we are with some of this stuff in the present moment really interesting stuff and also hilarious stuff i mean this is probably the funniest episode i've ever done i'd like to say but i can't say <laughs> but my morale does remain up and i think it's a couple days from monday it's going to be a good week i got a feeling it's i got a feeling it's going to be a good week But right now it's the weekend. So enjoy yourself. Even if you're hearing this on a Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday technically kind of is the weekend. So Monday through Thursday, treat it like the weekend if you're listening to this. Put on some sunglasses, set up the deck chairs, and uh, do whatever you want with your hands. All right. Thank you. Listen, Nick. Oh 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 Nick Flanagan. Weekly. Nick Flanagan.